Hey everyone, Matt Lowe here. Welcome to the 148th episode of Bouncing Back, a video series meant to give people who are looking for a job in this post-COVID job market an opportunity to sell themselves to new employers in the ad industry. This is the 106th episode as part of my partnership with Avail List, an unbelievable website that spotlights all the amazing talent in the ad industry who are ready to get back to work. For this episode, we have Chris Baker, who's most recently an ACD copywriter freelancing at Forsman and Bonifors. You know, Chris, really happy to have you here. Hey, thanks. Do you say 148? Am I too short of 150? Too short of 150. So close. Right? <laughs> Let's just stop this now and I'll, I'll reach out. Can we? Yeah, yeah. Get, Maybe just start off by weeks. telling everyone how you've been how you've been dealing with the last year, two years, how you've been keeping busy, you know, been a, been a bit crazy. Um, it, it certainly has. And thank you for having me on. Uh, I've been dealing with it really well or terribly, depending on the day and who you ask. Um, I was lucky to be working with Forsman and um, continuing to work with Forsman through the um, initial lockdown and the pandemic. And I stayed in New York for some reason. Uh, and it was pretty terrible. Um, but I was glad to have a job and have friends to go on walks with and stuff like that. Um, and then uh, about almost a, exactly a year later, a little longer, uh, in June of 2021, I quit Forsman, um, bought a Subaru Outback and traveled the country for the next eight months. Uh, I put on like, I think like 16,000 miles, 18 to 19 states. Um, I went west and then all up the west coast and in the mountains and, and, and came back. Um, it was pretty great. Uh, I don't miss it all the time, but a, a little bit of the time I do. Um, we'll say I'm a little jealous and I have some questions later on, but I saw some pictures on your, your site and I was like, mm -hmm. oh man, this just looks awesome. I'm so jealous of, and I'll get to it later, but of the golfing, of the you know, monkey run, of the just oh, yeah. living in the car, I mean, everything looked awesome. There, there was certainly some drawbacks to be sure. Uh, it's nice to, to have a place to wake up. Um, yeah. and know, know where all your stuff is in the morning and not have to like, whenever you make dinner, you also have to make the kitchen, um, and take it down. But you know, you can't really beat the views. Uh, and then professionally, I was, COVID's been, been really tough, but there also have been some silver linings and being able to work wherever you are and people being cool with that and kind of getting into the rhythms of, of the zoom life, um, were nice and I took advantage of it. It felt like people either uh, bought a house and had a baby or sold it everything and moved into a van down by the river. And I decided to do uh, that, that one. Yeah. I mean, again, this, the silver linings of being able to pick up and work anywhere allowed you to do that. And no one thought that was a proven model before. So yeah, it's really interesting. I've heard a lot of people still doing that even now getting jobs remote, like, you know, the talent pool for these agencies is the entire world. Essentially, sure, it's yeah. not you're not if you're an agency in New York, you're not just stuck hiring people in New York. You know, you can totally ask people wherever they are. Yeah, and I think that'll that'll pay off in the long run. Getting more, you know, diverse talent and talent um, from different places and backgrounds and literal locations, I think is is going to be great. Yeah, totally agree. Maybe tell everyone a little bit about yourself. You know, some clients you've worked on, agencies you've worked at, how you got into advertising to begin with? Yeah, I was um, born and raised, uh, born in State College, Pennsylvania, raised in Hershey, Pennsylvania, the sweetest place on earth. We're contractually, contractually obligated to say that. I <laughs> uh, went to college in uh, back in, at Penn State, and then um, 
I'm the first generation of Mad Menites. In that, I didn't know, my dad's a doctor, my mom's a nurse. I didn't know that creative advertising was a job until I saw Mad Men. And I thought, oh my God, people get paid to sit around and write ads. And so my spring of senior year, um, I audited a creative advertising class. The, I really liked it. The professor was like, you should check out these schools. Uh, and so I picked the creative circus um, and went down there to Atlanta. I had the best year of my life, um, met lots of cool people, worked so very hard. Um, and then ended up getting an internship at Crispin. I was there for a little bit. Then I went to Prairie and Odell in San Francisco um, for two years, uh, moved back to New York. Um, I was like employee number 10 at what was Filio and Partners and then became F&P and is now FIG, I believe, um, and worked for three years there on, that was my like, I went to circus, but that was my, my graduate school, really like, like my master's, my doctorate, I guess yeah. you could call was like trying to do, trying to make this sprint, like running a $20 million or whatever it was brand with like 15 people and just trying to do a sitcom basically, um, out of retail, uh, work was a lot but it was like i got to work right under mark and i got to work with some like really heavy hitters in the industry and make some like foxhole friendships and i learned so much and i'm really really grateful for that whole experience um and then it was uh i worked there for three years uh freelance for a couple years after that um kind of fell in love with a, a startup that I freelanced for a little bit and, and joined that for a year and then got the call. A couple of my friends were, were trying to turn the ship around at Forsman or Redirect. You know, they just went through a merger and trying to figure out what they were and creatively what they were. And so um, I went to, uh, went there in, in November of 2019 and it was a, a glorious couple months. <laughs> and then, yeah, then I think the world started trying to figure out what we were doing. And the creative part took a backseat a little bit. Yeah, that's, I mean, love the background, love Creative Circus, and then ending up at Crispin, and then love a, a good acronym from F&P to P to FIG, but FIG's rocking it now, and, and just the evolution of that, and like you said, that's kind of the, the master's or doctorate, and just there's little opportunities, and then once you're in an agency is where you learn the most. I mean, the, the Creative Circus, the ad schools are amazing to build a portfolio and really get a firsthand experience at briefs and managing briefs and learning the tips and tricks. But I'll, I'll say there's nothing like being in an agency and, and dealing, like you said, with multi-million dollar projects and briefs and kind of thrown into the fire of like, Hey, figure it out. We, we trust you clearly. Oh yeah. I mean, in ad school, it's the, the, the glossy idealized version of like the art. And then, you know, you realize pretty quickly that it's, it's much more business than art. And then you realize there are things that, are out of your control and completely in your control that you have to, you know, you're on set and all of a sudden the client needs a, a literal new commercial and you basically have to ad lib like, uh, okay, we have this character and on this set and this phone, let's write a spot in video village. <laughs> so a lot of that, which they don't yeah. teach you in ad school. <laughs> 
No, they do not. They don't teach you that anywhere. It's insane, but mm-hmm. it happens. And yeah, learning to put out the fires is half the job, if not more. And it, it helps. Again, I've been really lucky to work under some really great people. I mean, the people at Fig are fantastic. Um, you know, F and B. I really love the people I worked under. Like, the, just getting a chance to um, learn and be. It's. I think I like smaller agencies because I can like nestle right up under these people who've been in the business and are really good and um, just kind of ride their coattails of information. And, yeah, and really. <laughs> no, yeah, really, really smart. And that kind of leads me to the next question of what you're looking for in your next role. Sounds like maybe a smaller shop, but freelance, full-time, in-house agency, any preferences? I mean, no, I, I just, my main criteria are good people doing good work and good work in a way that like, that's obviously what everybody wants, but like something new and fresh, I think it's a new world. And while we have to take um, the learnings and trappings of the, you know, 150 years or a thousand years that humans have been advertising. Um, I think trying to figure out new solutions to these problems is, is something I'm, I'm interested in. I like, I like the freelance life. Well, it's, you know, when it's good, it's good. When it's bad, it's bad. But I love the flexibility of being able to uh, dip my toe in and get a, get a sense of this environment at this place. And then a sense of this environment in another, at another place. And um, just the variety is nice. So I like that, um, but if if I'm somewhere and and I really like how things are going, I've historically taken <laughs> stayed on full time. So that's that's something I'm interested in as well. Yeah, good to know, and of course, good to be open and, and see what comes. A lot of people like the freelance trial, and then after you know three weeks a month, mm-hmm. turn full time. But good to again, yeah, totally be open. What would you say are some of your best work qualities? Well, uh, I try to be a real stand-up guy. Um, try. Try. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Now, uh, you know, I think at this point, I've been doing this 11 years and everybody still around is, is really is talented. And I like to think I am too. I guess um, I'm pretty good with it. I'm good when there's a camera involved. I think fewer and fewer brands should be doing TV, but more and more brands should be using video. Um, because I think that it's, uh, it's how we're getting our information short form, um, with an occasional long form piece. Um, but more and more people have a video camera, more people are doing that and being able to be a brand and tell that your story through video. Well, I think is more important than ever. Um, so I've historically had a lot of cracks at that bat, which is really nice. Um, I'm also, I feel like I'm pretty good in a room. Um, and that goes back to like being under Mark Filio, who was one of the best people I've ever seen in a room um, professionally. And then at my at my startup, um, a guy named Nathan Phillips, a startup I worked at, not mine, his, but startup I worked at, he also, one of the best I've seen in a room and their styles were so different. Mark is very casual um, and Nathan is very performative, uh, but being able to like just sit there and watch and learn um, is has been great and uh, hopefully helped me in my career. Yeah, I mean, super, like I said, interesting and all all great qualities to have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> especially in an industry like this where you're forced for many hats 
and and that's hard thinking of you know and you know and in perspective i mean as i said my dad's a doctor he's a pediatrician and i'm an ideas guy so my bad day is like someone doesn't like the thing i thought of his bad day is he has to tell a, a kitty kitty might have cancer so i think like bringing a little bit of perspective is is important and i it's really hard and i don't do it all the time but i try and like that's what i go back to and i think that helps just the team in general is having a little bit of a low-key this isn't the end of the world vibe it's true at the end of the day we're paid to come up with wacky out there ideas (laughs) And, and sometimes you do think it's like you know the most intense problem ever and then you take a step back and you're like wait we're talking about like we're talking about chips. Yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah. Selling sounds and chips is not changing the world. Everyone talking about chips. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite project that you've worked on? Um, I don't. I there's a there's a fun story and a fun a thing I took away from um everything because it's you you have to because it's so hard to make something. And again you know, chips aren't the end of the world, but it's really hard to talk about chips and to make things about chips. So like you have to find the love in everything you do. Like the sprint stuff was, I didn't sleep for six months, but I learned so much and I got my crack at like big time TV that everyone I knew saw like the, um, the iRobot stuff that I most recently worked on was my coat. Like that was my COVID production. We went, I wasn't even supposed to go, but I ended up driving the, after the first day three hours and how we had to like track down COVID tests and they brought the wrong tests. So I had to sit out, they made me my own little video village on set. And I had to like sit outside for three hours before the test came back and like look through the window at the commercial being made. And, and, you know, it, it was a wild ride, but I, it was great to do that. And then, um, the you know the direct tv stuff i worked on it was just me and two friends and we he had a connection and they're like oh we need these three spots can you make them and so we figured it out did it on our own it all i when i look at my work that's that's what i see i don't necessarily see the like x's and o's but you know it all has value it's all ads so. yeah no i love it you gotta get <laughs> yeah you gotta you gotta get scrappy especially mm-hmm. these days it's like yeah, cool. I'd love to work with a huge director, but if not, like I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll grab a camera. I'll grab, you know, someone and, and we'll just figure it out. Kind yeah. of gets me into the next question. You know, you're a writer, but you're also a photographer, a videographer, you know, what, what type of stuff do you, you know, do beyond just writing? Um, I'm like dipping my toe into that and it, it was going fast. COVID really accelerated things and it's been really cool. Um, so I, my brother's a videographer for uh, uh, the, actually the Kansas City Chiefs, and we were supposed to go to Norway in uh, like June of twenty. You know, that was my COVID trip that got canceled. Like everybody has one, and so I ended up right before. We're like, oh, we'll check out some fjords. We'll take some pretty pictures, and I bought a nice camera to be able to do that with him. Um, and that didn't happen, but I ended up being able to have this camera and dive in. I found it pretty hard to like, just like write fun, carefree fiction during lockdown. Um, but the the camera became my, um, my creative outlet during that time. And so it's been really fun the last, I guess, two and a half years to be able to like figure the ins and outs, figure out the ins and outs of that. And um, when I went on my trip, being able to like, 
take it with me and, and, and document a ton of stuff. I'm still like, I'm, I'm trying to make it my own, like the golf thing and the trip thing, their own websites. Cause I have so much terabytes of stuff that I, I captured. And that was really, really fun um, to be able to like do that and learn about that and figure that out. So it's, it's kind of a new avenue for me, but I'm getting really excited about it. And we'll hopefully start to like, to do even spin even more and more of that workout, which will be great. Yeah. It all just helps as a creative to be able to do more. And then you go on yeah. shoot and now have a different lens or perspective on something because you actually understand. Unintended. The- exactly. Right. <laughs> Unintended. <laughs> um, yeah. But I think all of that just, just makes us better at what we do. So oh, totally. That's great. Tell me a little bit about those extra tabs on your portfolio. So you tell me about the, the road trip at the golfing USA Nomad Life, you touched on, and then the Monkey Run, too, and some of your short films as well. Yeah, I mean, so the um, the short film I made is a uh, uh, I made with two friends, the same people who worked on the Drive TV stuff. It was a um, it's a pilot about a guardian angel temp agency, uh, and that we actually ended up optioning that um, as a as a script and. Uh, right around the time the good place came out so people it, it kind of like the excitement for the thing we made kind of died and kristen bell had her moment um but good for her she deserves it um and so eventually we got the option back we're like we should just make this concept film ourselves and we did I'm really proud of it um and then yeah the 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 other thing in that tab is the lockdown like i did i um me documenting the living through the for first couple months of the lockdown in New York. And then when I got out, I did a cool thing where um, I'm really glad I did it. And I, I knew I was living through something historic. So I interviewed myself the day before I was going to leave my like tiny basement studio um, about what, what was going on and, and how it was uh, spoiler alert, not good, <laughs> but uh, it, um, it was cool. And I was able to spin, you know, spin something up out, out of that, which I'm also proud of. And then there are, the other things are just um, documenting the, the places I've been, the trips I've done. The monkey run is like riding me and my friends rode tiny motorcycles across all of Morocco, like little 49 CC things. And it was a blast. And then gotten really into golf the last five or six years and and have been lucky on this road trip to play all sorts of different places and so i brought my camera along for that and have been been documenting that and continue to do that um so it's i it's a cool i'm really i'm that's the stuff honestly that's the stuff i'm most proud of the stuff i do on my own and the thing that shows kind of my personality and who i am um if i if i had to pick but those aren't paying the bills quite yet so yeah, but I'm a strong we'll get there. It's, yeah. Those are the reasons people hire you. Oh, yeah, totally. For the script that 90% of the people in an agency can probably write, but the stuff you do outside and how you flex your creativity outside, that will shape whatever brief you get by bringing all that experience in. And that's, I mean, I think that in circus, all the, like, the, the big stress and the big anxiety in school was like oh you need a side project you need to show your personality and there was so much like pressure being put on um uh, on figuring out what that catchy little thing is 
And if I could go back and talk to my old me, it, I'd say it's not like, find the thing that you end up spending the most time on, like mo most of your time on outside of, you know, the ads you're making and just take pictures of it and write and like show that off. And that like, we try to make websites, we try to do all, all different sorts of things. And it's really just take the thing you love and, and tape it to your website. And that will end up like, exactly like you said, that'll end up getting you the jobs. Yeah. If, if that people easy. can see like, the passion and the, the love you have for something, that'll get people excited about you as a person. Totally. And yeah, it, it sounds way, you know, it sounds easy, but it, it kind of is, you know, not, not many people do it because they're like, no, this is too simple. It's got to be something elaborate. Yeah. Show yeah. Off X, Y, and Z. And it's like, no, just go document what you love and the passion will come through and people will see it. The, the right people will, will like it. The people you want to like it will like it. Exactly. What's your handicap at these days? Right around like a, uh, like an 11, a 10, somewhere between 10 and 12. Nice. I've gotten decent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, unfortunately for me, my, uh, I have a sister and my girlfriend and, um, my sister is married to a near scratch golfer <laughs> and my girlfriend's brother is a literal golf pro down in North Carolina. And so no one is impressed with it's incredibly frustrating. And my brother is the same, about, about the same level I am. So, you know, you, I, no one is impressed with what I can do on a golf course, which is that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that, that's frustrating, but funny. The last question really from here, two last questions. One is tell me about the laser eyes in the, uh, in the profile picture. I gotta be honest. I don't remember. So that's my Crispin. <laughs> that's my Crispin intern. I think I remember this may be completely wrong. Uh, I, um, that's my Crispin intern photo and either Will Benham, who I went to my internship with, or Jay Wee, my art director partner in New York, made them. And I was like, I love it. So <laughs> that's gone up and I've had a really hard time taking them down. Um, it's either that or I am Cyclops and do have Willie's rights. It's one of the two. One of the two. We, yeah. we, won't, we won't pry it of what the real yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, last question, uh, do you have a dream agency, client, brand, someone you want to give a little shout out to? I don't. Um, golf and outdoor stuff, I'm feeling pretty, are, are a pretty big part of my life at the moment. Um, but I, I just like, you know, a small group of people doing something cool and new and innovative. I found like the brands that I've like been the most excited about working on end up being the not as fun as you think and then and the opportunity that um you were you were expecting to be kind of boring all of a sudden you're like oh this is could be really cool and fun and so i think what matters to me more is like the the people and the, and the direction but pie in the sky like uh i think i'm playing pink clubs and a callaway driver so hit me up guys yeah pretty good the callaway drivers yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah. That's that's really it for me. Appreciate you hopping on, cool. out there, taking the time to do this. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, what's if the you want to call me back for one fifty? Like totally, I'll be on around. We'll do it again. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Um, so I have a website, chrisbakermakesstuff.com, and 
an email address, chrisbakermixstuff at gmail.com. There's a lot of Chris Bakers out there, so you got to get innovative. And I'll tag the, uh, the right one. At least I hope when I post this. Right. Yeah. Well, you've got like a, a one in five shot, so who knows? Right. Just remember the laser eyes. Check the laser Exactly. Eyes. Well, yeah. good luck. Appreciate it. And that's a wrap for the 148th episode of Bouncing Back. You know, anyone who may want to sell themselves to recruiters looking for talent in the ad industry, have them shoot me an email at M-A-L-O-W-930 at gmail.com or check out the com for a large list of people who are ready to get back to work in the ad industry. You can check out all the episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts under Bouncing Back and Advertising. Thanks a lot, ma'am. Thank you. I appreciate it.